What is up, guys? And welcome to another episode of Podcast.exe. I am your one and only host, The Geek Chick, aka Geek Chick TV, aka Gek. <laughs> and um, today we're going to talk about uh, mental health with streaming. Now, I apologize that episode one and episode two of the podcast were so far apart from each other. Um, Destiny 2 had a new uh, DLC release with Forsaken, and my life has just plunged into doing like eight to ten hours a day of Destiny grinding, and I haven't really had time to sit down and record and make sure everything was edited and good to go for the podcast. So for that, I apologize, but I hope to have a episode once a week from now on, now that the um, grinding has died down a little bit. And I thank you for all of your support. And again, um, the podcast is now available on iTunes, Spotify, um, also Google Play, and I believe one other place. I'll, I'll be sure to post all the links um, on Twitter. But today we're going to talk about mental health with streaming. Now, you know, for as long as I've been streaming, which is going to be four years in March, I can't even believe it's been that long, um, people have always asked, like, what is so taxing about streaming? You know, like all you do is you sit down on a chair and you play video games for hours. How could that possibly be exhausting in any way, shape or form? You know, it's a dream, it's a dream job. You know, everyone, anyone who loves video games or grew up loving video games um, would just love to just be able to get paid for it. Why wouldn't you want that? Uh, be your own boss, you know, get to meet cool new people, get cool opportunities. Uh, it sounds like a dream package all in one. And it really is, honestly. Like, if anyone out there uh, doesn't consider yourself extremely lucky to be in the position that you're in, to be able to pay your bills with this job, then you definitely need to reevaluate some things. Um, but along with all of that, obviously, any any job, whether it be streaming or anything that puts you out in front of the public um, is mentally taxing because once you have to please the public to become successful, um, you are kind of at the mercy of them and it becomes a little bit more dicey uh, than people may think. Um, so we're just going to dive right into it. Now with streaming, especially like I started streaming on Twitch and you know, since I started, Twitch has grown exponentially, especially with the you know, vastly popular BR genre with PUBG and Fortnite, and now Call of Duty is coming out with Blackout, which is going to be probably insanely popular on these platforms. Um, you know, it's becoming a thing where when you mentioned that you're a streamer a couple of years ago, people might have been like, oh, I don't know what that is. Can you explain that to me? But now I will like walk into my doctor's office or, you know, a random place and people will be like, oh, what do you do? And I'll be like, I'm a streamer. And people will be like, oh, like on Twitch or you know, so it's becoming more mainstream. Um, but obviously with that is a lot of competition. And, you know, the biggest thing that I always tell people is you have to have fun with it. If you're not having fun with it, you definitely have to take a step back and think, is this something that I really want to do anymore? Is this something that, you know, is healthy for me? Um, because you have to have a tough skin and you have to be prepared for competition. Because at the end of the day, if you do want to make this a career, you have to be willing to compete with other content creators. Now, I'm not saying you should sit there and chart out other content creators' streams and how they do it and, you know, try to copy them or anything of that nature, but you have to be willing to be entertaining, change it up. 
make sure you're interactive with your community. Make sure that your community feels like this is a place where they can hang out and have a good time. Essentially, you have to convince people that out of all of the streams out there, yours is worth coming to and watching and supporting. Now that itself is a very big ask for a lot of people, especially when you're just starting out, you know, and I don't suggest getting into this mindset right away. I wanna make that clear. Um, a lot of people who ask me for advice, um, they do so because they wanna just maybe do it as a hobby with, they, you know, they have a part-time job or a full-time job and they just wanna do it on the side. This is really, only a mindset you should have if you really want to jump out there to the next level, try out for that partnership, you know, try to get sponsors um, and, you know, maybe make a career out of it. But yeah, out of all the people, you know, people always say you shouldn't compare yourself. You should always think of yourself as an individual and, you know, rise above all of that. But in reality, it is a competition and you do need to make sure that you are worth supporting. Um, and that itself, like I said, can be mentally taxing on someone. Because if, you know, you see your numbers drop or you see your numbers not doing as well as so-and-so's numbers, you can say like, oh man, well, what's wrong with me? Like, why do people not want to come to my stream? Why are my numbers not as high as theirs? I've been doing this longer. I've been, you know, putting in more hours. I've been doing more giveaways, whatever the case may be. Um, you have to realize that not everyone is going to like you and not everyone is going to like your content and that is a big lesson that i even still years later have a really hard time learning um because naturally most people always want to be liked by everyone you know no one wants to hear that people don't like them but you have to think of yourself not you have to not take it personally like, don't think of yourself as an individual that people don't like, but more so just the type of content that people don't like. Um, and reply it, you know, compare it to a TV show. Not everyone's going to like the same TV shows, but some people will and some people won't. And I'm sure the people who run those TV shows or act in those TV shows probably don't get too offended that pe some people don't like it. Um, so yeah, not everyone's going to like you and your content. but make your content for the people who love it. You know, if you if you find your niche, which is very difficult to do in the streaming world, if you find your niche and you find your community and you see that you make people happy, stick with that, go with that. You know, don't try to make yourself into this chameleon because you'll just exhaust yourself. Um, which brings me to my next point is no matter what decisions you make, in your stream, in your career, people are not going to like it. Um, there are going to be people out there who are going to disagree with everything that you do and, you know, be like, why aren't you streaming this game? Why didn't you upload that emote? Why aren't you streaming on these days? Why aren't you streaming at these times? And if you try to appease everybody, you're just going to drive yourself absolutely crazy. Um, you know, I try to make my community feel as welcome as possible, um, like they have, you know, part of, like part of the decision-making process, sort of. Because at the end of the day, you know, I say this all the time, streamers and content creators in general would just have, just be completely nothing without their supporters, without their audience. 
You know, they would just be talking to nobody. So I try to make people have a say in things. You know, if I'm going to change an emote, I'll be like, okay, what what emote do you guys like? What emote do you guys don't? What emote do you guys like not use as much? Um, and I always sort of regret it because I always end up more stressed out when I do that because then I worry for the people who don't like what I'm doing. Maybe I shouldn't do it. Is this going to drive them away from the channel? Is this not going to make them want to come to the channel anymore? And at the end of the day, you have to realize that like you have to do what's right for you and some people you're going to make happy and some people you're not. And I forgot to turn off my phone. Um, but yeah, some people are going to make happy. Some people you're not going to make happy. That's just the way of life in any decision that you make, in any industry that you find yourself in. You know, I see it a lot in the gaming industry nowadays. People are just at, the, at their core a bunch of whiny babies. You know, like, especially with the Destiny uh, community, like the recent changes, I think personally all the changes are positive. But there's always going to be people that complain and be like, well, I don't like how the game's super grindy now, and I don't like how you have to work so hard for certain things. Um, whereas beforehand, people were complaining that the game wasn't grindy enough, and, you know, that things were too easy, and they were catering too much to the casual player. So that they changed things up, and now it's more grindy and less catering to the casual player. People are so mad. So, and they know that. You know, they've been in this game for a long time. Bundy's been around for a long, long time. And they know that not everyone's going to be happy. And it's and it's almost a fruitless attempt to make everybody happy. And you kind of have to be that way with your stream. I always tell people, your stream is like your business. So you got to make decisions that's right for your business. You can't necessarily make decisions that are right for every single customer or client that's going to come your way because that's just pretty much not possible. Um, so just make sure that you feel good about the decisions, that you feel confident, and that's all that matters. And once people see that you're confident in what you're doing, they'll probably follow suit because they'll be like, all right, well, she seems like she really believes in this. So I feel like it's probably a good idea. Um, but I would say probably one of the biggest caveats in a streamer's life is when they tire of a game, what do they do about that decision? You know, say they've been playing Fortnite for a long time. And, you know, playing a game, I, I tell people all the time, like, a lot of people, the average gamer, can sit down for, you know, two hours, play a couple of games, and be like, you know what? I'm pretty tired, or I'm getting hungry, or I want to go outside, or I want to go to the mall and, you know, hang out with my friends. I'm just going to, like, turn the game off. And that's not possible for most content creators. You know, most content creators, if they start their stream, they go for about four to eight hours on average, and they can't just stop and be like, all right, guys, see you later. I'm going to go outside, or I'm going to go eat, or I'm going to go, you know, hang out with my friends. And that's why I tell people, because people, you know, recently I, I paused uh, my Fortnite streams for a little while. I recently picked them back up uh, yesterday. But people are like, I don't understand. Like, you used to play Fortnite all the time, and now you don't anymore. What's the problem? And I'm like, the problem is you just get burned out. It's just a natural human thing that if you do something for a long amount of time every day with no, like, stopping, that you're just going to get burnt out on it. Um, and luckily, Destiny was there uh, with the rescue with Forsaken, so it was really, really good timing. But you're always going to have that divide in audience where some people are going to like Destiny, some people are going to hate Destiny, some people are going to like Fortnite, some people are going to hate Fortnite. Um, you know, when Destiny 
2 came out and didn't meet a lot of people's expectations, a lot of Destiny 2 content creators were kind of like thrown out of the nest and they were like, okay, well, now what do I do? You know, I've been streaming Destiny for almost four years and now I'm just left without any content to make. And it was a lot of worry. It was very worrisome for a lot of people uh, because, you know, the their finances depended on this. So a lot of people switched to variety and they started playing like a myriad of games. And then Fortnite came out and it looked really interesting. So a lot of people started playing that. But now, you know, Fortnite's been around for a year and a couple months. I think July was the BR's one year anniversary. And people are naturally starting to get burnt out on it. They're like looking for something else, looking for something new to play. And for that, for the answer to that for some people will be Destiny, will be Call of Duty, will be Red Dead Redemption, will be Pokemon, whatever, you know, the fall, winter, game, spring. Um, you have to realize that making it in this world as a variety streamer is extremely difficult because you have to appeal to every type of audience out there, the RPG audience, the BR audience, you know, the, like puzzle game audience, whatever tickles your fancy. Um, instead of just having like one core community of Fortnite or Destiny or whatever the case may be. So you have to accept and have a realistic mindset of what this means for your streams. If you stream Fortnite for six days a week and you have a thousand viewers and you stream Destiny one day a week and you have 200 viewers, well, that's because your audience is used to seeing a certain game that they're not seeing anymore. Now, is, does that mean it's impossible to build a variety community? No, but it just takes a lot of time. And I feel like... A problem that I see in a lot of more recent streamers, like newer streamers who have just come into the industry, is that they want that instant satisfaction. I want all the followers. I want the par partnership. I want all the viewers, no matter what I play. And it just doesn't work that way. Um, and I tell people all the time, like, you just need to have a realistic mindset about streaming. Because it might work out and it might not, and that's just the risk that you have to take. You're not guaranteed anything. No one is guaranteed anything unless you hit some, you know, magic stroke of luck and you get all of the viewers in the world and all the sponsorships in the world. You're just going to have to work really hard and hope for the best. Um, and of course, that could be draining because it's all on your shoulders. You know, unless you have a channel with multiple people in it, it's really only you that's responsible for the success. And of course, that can be stressful. Which brings me to my next topic, which is when to take a break and when to step away and when to take a day off. Taking a day off is like poison to a lot of content creators. People are like, oh no, I can't possibly take a day off. I'm going to lose so many subs or this is a really important day with a really important content coming out. But you have to listen to your body and you have to listen to your mind. As someone who like just totally worked themselves to the bone at one point, it was one of those things where you're always giving, this is something that you, that's really important, is that you're always giving first impressions all day during your stream. You know, you're gonna have your regulars that come in there all day, every day, and you know, file in and out as the day goes on. But at the end of the day, there are people who are gonna come into your stream for the first time, all the time. So you have to always be on entertaining, warm and friendly and welcoming. Because if I came into your stream and you're just like dead behind the eyes and you're like in a grumpy mood, I'm going to assume that you're like that all of the time. Um, and that's obviously not a good first impression. You know, that's why I tell people like, don't do crazy long streams if you can help it because 
you know, at that 20th hour, that 22nd hour, people are going to come into your stream and be like, dang, this girl or this guy is is really low energy, not really interacting a lot. Kind of seems like he's not too stoked about streaming. Um, so be sure to, like, listen to what your body is telling you. And don't make anyone make you feel bad about taking a break. You know, don't feel like less of a content creator because you had decided to take a break. But I will say there are risks to taking breaks. And people are, people are always astounded by how much a streamer's channel can change in just taking a couple of days off. And I, and I want to give you an exact example. Um, in 2017, I went to GuardianCon. Uh, for a week. I went to GuardianCon for a couple of days, and then I went to Disney World for a couple of days. And in that time frame, I lost about, I would say, 300 to 400 subs. And it took me six months, I believe it was not until November or December, that I recovered those subs. So it is frightening. Because that is revenue. You know, a lot of streamers, most of their revenue comes from subs. Um, and it was scary. And it made me never want to take another day off ever again. Made me never want to take another vacation ever again. Um, and when I talk to a lot of content creators about their lives and about, like, taking time off vacations, they always say, like, the one thing I miss about working in an office job is that I could take vacation and not worry about anything. Like, sure, it sucked when you had to go back home and you were like, oh, I've worked the next day. It sucks. I have to get up at like seven in the morning and go to the office. They were like, but while I was on vacation, I wasn't losing subs. I wasn't losing anything. I was getting vacation pay and I could just actually relax. And that's what a lot of, like, a lot of breaks from streaming. I'm always around. I'm usually around other streamers when I'm not streaming. Uh, for these like trips like either it's a convention that I'm going to or if it's like a vacation We try to take vacations together because we don't really get to see each other a lot um, And you always have people like checking their sub counts and looking at their dashboards and you know Looking at their viewer counts and seeing what people are saying in their discord channels and feeling guilty And I always tell people like you know I'm like don't check your sub counts don't even look at them until you get home and maybe even not even then don't even look and look at them until the first stream when you get back home because it really ruins it for you you know like when you're on vacation you're having a good time and you're just hanging out with your buds and you're on a beach or you're at a theme park or whatever the case may be and you see that number drop you're just oh your whole mental like focus just goes out the window and you're all you could think about is how much money you're losing and you know a lot of people say to that oh well Streaming is not all about the money and it's about the connections that you make and, you know, just enjoy making content, which is completely true, completely true. But once you step over that line where streaming is paying your bills and maybe you have a family or maybe people are responsible uh, or you're responsible for other people, you know, that becomes stressful. But I will have to say you just kind of got to jump over that hump and you have to take that time off and you have to take a vacation once in a while. I'm not saying, you know go away for a month or whatever but like I would say the longest I would ever take off without being worried is like five days so I feel like that would be uh substantial for me but obviously it's different for everybody um and even if like you feel like for an extreme situation so you feel like you have to step away from streaming for longer than that then do it do it because I guarantee you you'll feel 
world's better, you'll come back completely refreshed, and you'll have a whole new take on streaming. I've seen people be gone for months at a time and come back and totally kill it. And some people will come back and say, you know what, I took this long mental period uh, break and I realized the streaming is just not for me and that's okay. But it's important, like I said, to listen to what your mind is telling you and to realize that you come first, you are important, and if you're not happy and if you're not of sound mind, then your content is going to show that. Because believe me when I say it, if I've ever streamed while having a bad day or if I've been upset, as much as I think I'm hiding it, people read that on my face so clearly. Like, if I've, you know, had a fight with a family member or if I just got some bad news or if I'm just, you know, if I'm just not in a good mood that day, because we're all human, we all have bad days, people immediately are like, what's wrong? Like, what's going on? Uh, is she okay? Like, why does she look like she's going to cry? And of course, when you read that, it's like when, you know, you have this pent-up emotion and someone says to you, um hey, are you okay? And you just like burst into tears. Like it all just comes crumbling down. It's the same exact way. Um, now, something else I do want to mention is it's not only the public that can make you feel stressful, but it's it could be other streamers as well. Um, you know, the culture of streaming, and I talked about this a little bit in my first podcast, which you can listen to if you'd like, but the, the culture of streaming, I feel like has changed dramatically from... A bunch of people kind of doing their thing, kind of just feeling out this new industry and helping each other out to a cutthroat industry that I will step on your forehead if it means that I can get to the next level. Um, and it's very intimidating. It's intimidating for big streamers, it's intimidating for middle-sized streamers, it's intimidating for growing streamers. It doesn't really matter how many viewers or followers you have, it is intimidating. I could tell you for like, 100% truth. I've talked to streamers who have 100,000 plus followers who feel this way. And they say, like, when I go to conventions, I know I am at the same level as these people, but I feel like I'm not because it's very clicky and it's very high schooly and it's very like, oh, you can't sit with us. And to be honest, dealing with that is rough. It is really, really rough. I've been to a lot of conventions over the past couple of years and... I just, I've experienced it and it's rough. You feel like you've been transported back into high school. You've been, you know, you're 16 again and you didn't get invited to the to the cool kids party or, you know, you're looking around in the cafeteria for someone to sit with and you don't see any friendly faces. And it's just like one of those things where you'll never fully get over it. Even in your adult years, you'll never fully get over that feeling of not belonging. Because at the end of the day, what I see is odd is a lot of streamers are introverted and they got into this practice because they spent a lot of time in their house playing video games and just kind of got knowledgeable about the field and wanted to share that passion with other people but might not feel comfortable doing it physically in front of people so they do it behind a camera. Um, so with that, it's interesting because all of these people who were kind of shunned and, you know, made fun of or bullied because their hobby, now all bully and make fun of each other for whoever, whatever knows reason. And it really doesn't make any sense to me because it's like, we're all here for the same purpose. We all wanna be successful in the gaming industry and why not help each other out? But, and I will say that does happen 
It's not like it never happens. A lot of my very good friends are streamers and they've definitely helped me grow and I've helped them grow and it's a great symbiotic relationship. But also a lot of streamers have talked about me behind my back, have, you know, said nasty things to their community. Like, it's been a nightmare at some points, but that's going to happen. You know, and think of it this way. If you worked in an office or if you worked in a retail store or if you worked in a restaurant, would that not happen? You know, would would another coworker not try to like talk down to you? Would another coworker not try to like one up you and, you know, look good to the manager so that they can get the promotion and you won't? It's just one of those things that happens in every industry, but you have to be prepared for it. You know, and as much as you, it's okay to be upset and it's okay to cry and it's okay to like be angry. But at the end of the day, you can't let any of that affect you because you are here fulfilling your dream, doing what you want to do, and that's what's important. And that's all you have to think about whenever those situations arise. Because my bottom line for all of this is that you are number one. No one's going to look out for you. Of course, you're going to have friends that help you along the way. And, you know, hopefully your family is supportive but you have to make decisions that are important to you, that feel good, that you're comfortable with, and take it at your own pace. You know, you don't, I, and I, and I wish that sometimes I took my own advice as I hear it coming out of my mouth, but take your, take this advice, look out for yourself. You don't have to stream 20, 30 hours a day. There's not 30 hours in a day, I know that. You don't have to stream you know, 12, 18 hours a day. And if you don't, you don't feel successful. You don't have to stream seven days a week. And if you don't, you don't feel successful. You don't have to stream only the popular games. And if you don't, you don't feel successful. Because at the end of the day, if you're doing what makes you feel comfortable and if you're doing what makes you happy, then your content will show that. Um, take a step back, you know, survey everything. If you feel like you need to change things up, change things up. If you feel like you don't need to change things up, don't change things up, you know? I mean, people are always gonna give you advice because people always think that they know better. Always, always. Especially people who have never streamed before. They always think that they know better. Um, but trust me when I say it, it is important to listen to your mind and listen to your, and listen to your body if you're feeling uncomfortable or, or exhausted or whatever the case may be. And if it gets to the point where you feel like you know, just taking a day of, for a breather or just, you know, taking a couple of days or, you know, going for a walk or reading a book doesn't help, then, you know, talk to someone. I can't, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a doctor, but I can say as someone who did go to therapy that it helped me a lot because at the end of the day, um, an unbiased source, an unbiased person to talk to about your problems helps extraordinarily. And... I really, really will vouch for therapy in any, in any way, shape, or form. I know a lot of content creators who have done it and felt so much better. So that option is always out there. And, you know, this podcast episode was really for not only streamers, that hopefully they could listen to some things that I said and been like, oh man, like, I feel the same way. It's so nice to know that I don't feel alone in this world or that I'm not alone in this world, but also for people who might not understand the streaming industry. I might not understand like when someone says, listen guys, I just need to take a day off. I'm feeling burnt out or I'm feeling like my head's gonna explode. 
to, to like listen to what I've said and all the expectations uh, that we hold ourselves to and how, what others hold ourselves to and, and think, okay, I see this side of it. I could see why that would be really stressful and appreciate a little bit more. Um, and if you have it, ever have any questions about um, what we talked about today or any suggestions that you would like to hear on future podcasts, please, please, please feel free to message me. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at GeekChickTV. Uh, you can come to our Discord is discord.gg slash thegeekchick. You can find me on Facebook at fb.gg slash geekchicktv. Or if you just want to see pictures of my dumb face or message me on Instagram because you don't have any other forms of social media, you can go to um, geekchicktv on Instagram. Uh, like I said, I'm always open to suggestions about future podcast episodes, and I'll probably dive in. Our next episode probably will be more about gaming, because there's a lot of awesome games coming out that I want to talk about. But again, thank you so much for listening to podcast.exe, and I will see you soon. Have a lovely day.